Are you getting the iPhone 11 with the Keynote trash? Have you ever failed? Are you listening? Welcome to the People in Tech podcast, your resource for all things happening in tech. Join the conversation with your host, Caleb King. What's up, day one listeners? Welcome back to the show. And today, I got my main man, Jordan White, back on the podcast. For those of you who don't know, Jordan's been on the show before. Go check out season one, one of our most downloaded episodes to date. But today, I got Jordan on so we can talk shit about the Apple keynote event this past Tuesday. Now, yes, I'm a huge Apple fan, but that doesn't mean I don't have an opinion. It's going to be a fun episode. Let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, today we have a special guest on the show. In the building. Let the music lift your soul, sharpen your senses. And let's jump into the studio for this interview. And don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn for more content. Follow me, follow me, follow me now. Hey, Caleb. I am not going to lie. I felt Apple spent 30 minutes talking about a camera. Where is the innovation? If you turn in your iPhone 10 and buy an iPhone 11, where does your 10 go? Is the iPhone 11 the new iPhone XR? I appreciate the fact that they are making improvements, but I miss Steve Jobs. Remember the days when he would pull out an iPod and everyone was like, what is that thing? When he showed you a phone that was better than a Blackberry. I don't know. It's not the same. Why does Siri still suck? Yo, Sharon. Chill. Like, we just starting the episode, but let's get Jordan's thoughts and opinions. Uh, well, I just want to say thanks for having me back on. It's been good to see you grow, and I'm excited to talk about what Apple's doing here in the next year or so. Uh, but yeah, let's get started. Let's do it. So, Jordan, you're an Apple fan, right? I am. Fanatic. And for people who know me personally, they know I'm an Apple fan. I had people hitting me up on Twitter. Caleb, you already ordered your iPhone 11? I'm like, you can't pre-order yet. Which, first I want to say, don't pre-order. Pre-ordering an iPhone is the dumbest thing ever. And here's why, Jordan. I pre-ordered the iPhone XS last year, and I'm checking the status, and I'm like, Z, like ZZN or something. And I was like, where is that? And then I find out the iPhone's being shipped from China. Like, I was getting information and updates saying, your phone passed customs. And I'm, I'm talking to my coworker, and he's like, dude, I just picked it up at Best Buy. They had them. And I was like, What? I pre-order for what? So my advice, day one listeners, don't pre-order the iPhone. But anyways, let's, dump, let's just jump into this. So the keynote was, this is that time of year, Jordan, where they're going to reveal all the toys so people can buy the stuff for the holidays, right? Right. This is where they dangle the bait out there so they can get you to spend all your money exactly. by you know, December 31st, 2019. So for this episode, we're just going to go step by step. What happened? Just give me your thoughts. Be authentic because we got to keep it 100 for the day one listeners. But first thing first, Tim Cook takes the stage. And I don't know about you, Jordan, but every year he comes on stage and announces Apple, I just feel another year Steve Jobs not being there. And as time goes on, I'm like, where is the innovation at? Like, I feel like this guy is not even innovative like they used to be. What do you think? Yeah, it's almost like he can't escape the shadow. You know, he even wears kind of the same uniform on stage. Yeah. But it's, it really comes down to, you know, what is he going to do? Like, what is he going to bring that's going to be new? Um, some say that, you know, the watch, he had a lot to do with the evolution of that. But 
I mean, that's been, you know, what, three or four years since that's been in the making and there hasn't really been any upgrade since that. Yeah. It, it seems like they're kind of just doing refinement, which, Hey, I'm not mad at, I'm still buying the product, but let's talk about the first thing that they really did a whole segment about the Apple arcade. And they did a, I want to say a good five to 10 minute segment of, Hey, Apple is getting into the gaming industry and they did this whole video game demonstration. And I really just didn't understand what they were trying to do. What do you think? Yeah, it just, it seemed kind of out of place. And so, I mean, the event started and I was maybe about two or three minutes late. So I came to the event expecting to have missed something. Right. And I guess maybe that's why they started with games. But I was just looking at the screen, like, okay, is this the Apple event? Or are they going to actually start talking about, you know, what they actually do? You know, hardware, devices, you know, software. But it seemed like they were just kind of putting either a filler in or maybe kind of just giving that cushion before they really dove into the real content. So you know, it, was kind of, it was kind of hard to, to really put my finger on. Yeah, and that's a good point, Jordan, because, see, I would try and watch it at work because I have a lot of friends. Um, co-workers who are big apple fans too but yeah we you know we showed up late because everybody trying to connect and <laughs> the live streaming wasn't working so by the time we were able to actually connect i just see this video game demonstration and then all i see is apple arcade will go live september 19th and will cost you 4.99 a month for the whole family and the first thing that came to my mind i'm like okay apple making a good move trying to get into the gaming industry but to me, what they need to do if they want to do it, they got to do like Nintendo Switch. Like I want to have the iPhone going like a docking station where I can play it on a TV because don't, mobile games are fun. But like if you're trying to compete with like Google Stadia and like Microsoft upcoming product, like what they presented to me, I'm like, I'm not going to pay five bucks a month for that. Yeah. And it didn't really seem like, so when you look at, you know, what Google brings to the table, they have essentially like their own gaming division, right? You know, they've kind of created this whole assortment of games, this database. Apple, they really haven't done anything. They have, they've kind of met up with a couple of companies, it seems like, and have said, hey, um, why don't you guys come on stage and talk about your game? You know, there's not really innovation as far as like, are they working directly with them? I'm not exactly sure. Um, so that's kind of, it's kind of one of those tough, those tough ones. So... But, See, now, and here's the thing. Now we're sitting here talking about the games, right? And that's not what anyone wants to even hear about. So that's the whole, <laughs> this is the problem. Is that you're sitting here like, okay, what is this, what's going on with the game? And why are we not talking about the iPhone, you know? No, no you, totally, you totally bring up a good point. So, you know, let's, let's move on from the game because, like, I think it's clear. We, I'm not dropping money on this, but I'll still play Angry Birds and things like that. But on to the next segment the Apple TV plus. Now I don't know about you, Jordan, but I, I really don't know what Netflix is going to do because it seems like everybody's catching up. You got Disney plus coming. Then you had Hulu who's partnered with Disney plus. Then you have, you know, HBO, you have Amazon prime, Amazon prime finally got their first hit with the boys. And so watching the keynote and Apple is saying, Hey, we have Apple TV plus. Oh, and here's one of the trailers with Jason Momoa, who's the current star in Hollywood. And, oh, by the way, this is going to be super cheap. Well, I think it said it would be, uh, 
I think it was four ninety nine. And if you buy a new four ninety nine, if you buy a new product like an iPad or an iPhone this year, you get it for a year free. And for all the people out there, that's I know this is Apple, but that's four dollars and ninety nine cents. So let's just make that clear. But yeah, it's it's amazing. And the, the, I saw the shows. They have shows with you know Reese Witherspoon. Um, coming out, they have the the guy from uh, Game of Thrones, you know, so they, they have clearly been busy acquiring these shows, you know, getting some directors to create some content that, you know, they think will really bring some people. And I mean, for four ninety nine, will you buy it? I, I, I feel like I will just to kind of even see what they're, what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, buy something at the store and then you get it for free. And, and that's where my head was at. The second he was like, Oh, now see me being a developer, I've never really be I've never really been interested in buying an iPad because I've always like, well, I need a computer to write code and things like that. But this new iPad that they revealed, and when I saw the price point of three twenty nine, which let's let's preface it for everybody listening, you're not gonna buy the three twenty nine one because that had like thirty two gigs, sixty four gigs, like you can't do anything with that anymore. So let's just assume you're gonna get the four hundred dollar one. Even at that price point. I was like, I'll get an iPad when I travel and you watch a movie on a plane or anything, and I get a year of Apple TV Plus. Like, so Jordan, what did you think of the iPad reveal when they came out with it? Uh, I thought that it was there were some cool features. The side keyboard, I feel like, while that's something that they definitely could have done from you know day one, I felt like that was really cool. So you could just kind of type with your finger on the right side or the thumb on the right side. And then they did make it more appealing with like, you know, the pen and everything. So I thought they did a pretty good job with this. And again, I mean, they're really getting you to buy in the 329 price. Basically, they're just trying to get more people onto the iPad so that they can get more people into their ecosystem. That's going to create more money for them. So it ends up being more of a service play and less of a hardware play for this one, I feel like. Yeah, I Um, think you're right. And then the other thing I thought about too, so again, like going into the prices, like they understand like, okay, it has to be somewhat affordable, but it also has to look sleek and cool. The thing that was hilarious to me, cause I was on Twitter and you know, we were reaching out, tweeting about the Apple event as it was happening. And the funniest thing, people who were like, who have a Microsoft Surface, when Apple was like, the keyboard can act can act like a cover for the iPad. People on Twitter were like, "Wow, Apple is like the kid who copies your homework and gets the better grade." Like, <laughs> right? That's literally exactly what they're doing. It's like they're just sitting back, they're just watching what you're doing, just taking notes, and then they're like, "Okay, I think I can do that better." <laughs> you know, that's basically what what it is. Is that innovation though? I'm not. I'm not sure. You know, I, it's hard to say, I can't say it's innovative, but see, this is why I like Apple is I always feel like they're kind of like, okay, let's see what Samsung and Google and some of these other big players do. And then let's just learn for what they did wrong and refine it. And I'm not gonna lie. I've kind of gotten used to that word. Cause by the time Apple comes out with it, I'm like, they figured it out. Cause the funny thing, um, you know, when, I got my iPhone XS and it was all face ID, face ID. You had a phone back in what, 2012, 2011, the Moto X. 
And you're like, I've had Face ID. Like, that's been out for years. Oh, right. Yeah, it's been out for a long time. But yeah, Apple drops an announcement as if they made, like, like I said, man, they, they are the person where if you don't know how to pitch, they will pitch your same idea as if they invented it. And people will clap like it's the best thing since ever, you know? Yeah, and it's, I think it, that's really what it's kind of come down to for them is that it's almost like the student that's trying to be perfect, you know, won't release anything until it's absolutely perfect. And by default, you know, you're always late to the party. And, you know, you always, you do good work. You, you present perfect products, right? Perfect results. But it's just that they take you, you know, four hours to get there, four times the time to get there than anyone else. Right. Which can be good, can be bad, depends on what you're doing, right? Um, and so, you know, Google and you know, with the Android platform, the Moto X, obviously, many years ago, and they were doing that. Um, and so they're kind of just catching on and saying, you know, we're ready to kind of show you what we've got. And I will, I will give it to them. It's, it works a lot better than any other phone that I've had it before. So, hey. Right. On the same page. So let's move on. Now, I've had an Apple Watch. Now here, for first, shout out to my old employer because an Apple Watch is a product I would never buy myself. I was very fortunate to win one at my old job. Now, I used it for six months to a, a little under a year, but, like, I never wear it now because it gets in my way when I CrossFit or I, I didn't like charging it. I never carried a charger on me. But anyways, I kept complaining I really wanted an Apple Watch that looked like a watch. And when it came out with, um, I think this is Series 5, the Apple Watch Series 5, I was, again, I was a little disappointed. I will say this, though. That promotional video, I don't know if you saw it, Jordan, where it was talking about like the man who fell and the Apple Watch called hospital or the lady who was pregnant. Right. Like, damn, dude, like that advertising and marketing, that like that that hit me. Cause I was like, dang it, now I gotta get one for my mom. There you go. And now they've got you for five hundred bucks on the spot. Boom. Sold. It blew my mind. Cause like I was sitting there, I'm like, man, I don't really like the way it looks. And it's funny because again, Twitter, Twitter is savage, man, because they, they saw, Oh, Hey, guess what? The watch is always on. How crazy is that? Yeah. And something about the new watch, like the watch OS six, the fact that the face is always on, I thought that was pretty, pretty awesome. Right. So that it's more like a watch, like you're talking about. You can still kind of look at it. You can kind of have whatever face you want on there and you don't have to keep turning your wrist over. But if you're doing things like CrossFit at the gym and you're doing an intense workout, do you want to have a $500 you know, watch on your wrist? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. And I always think it's funny because again, if you're doing like track running, you know, you need music and your AirPods watch is totally cool but yeah i'm, I'm kind of with you where i'm like you know i spent a lot of money on this thing i don't know if i really want to be wearing it while i'm lifting weights or you know whatever it could break right so right and i think that one of the other things so they do have this one has the the strongest glass they've ever had before you know like everything else they, they do and the other key that i thought was really interesting obviously they have the ecg feature 
when they all start developing these apps, kind of getting more into like this healthcare field with like the cycles. So like that'll be, you know, a really big selling point for women that want to like monitor their cycles on the watch. So, I mean, that's, that, I thought that was pretty intense and a lot of girls will probably just get the watch just for that. Yeah, you're totally right. I feel if anything, I might not like the look of the Apple Watch, but in terms of functionality and the aspect of really focusing on health, the fact that they were saying health can go from a pregnant woman to a senior citizen to even a young professional who's in great shape and really hit all of those marks. So again, I'm not in, I'm not in love with the look of it. I really want a round watch, but in terms of functionality, I thought, I thought that I was like, of all the things that was kind of like the surprising, like, you know what, that did better than I thought. Yeah. I thought that I was, yeah, I was pretty happy with what they did with the watch. I mean, I wasn't expecting anything drastic. You can't really, I mean, what can you really do with the watch beyond what they've done so far? Right. right? Just going to stuff it with tech. At this point. So Jordan, let me ask you and for a day one listeners, which iPhone do you have right now? I have the XS Max, which so, I think is the newest one, right? That is the top of the line last year's model. Right. Now, they came out with the iPhone 11. And the funniest thing to me was, well, let me just first say this, because see, I, I'm, I like, I'm a numbers guy. And Tim Cook comes out here and he's like, the last generation of iPhones have a 99% satisfaction rating. And I'm just thinking to myself, well, what kind of, where did you get this data? Because you're not asking Android people what they think about <laughs> Like, if I bought an iPhone, <laughs> 99%, like, what's my options? I hate it? Like, Right. It's like, who wants to say, I hate the thing that I, basically you want to admit that you made a bad decision, essentially. Like, oh, who hates their Lexus, right? Out of all the Lexus drivers. Well, no one's going to say that. No one's going to say that. So I thought that was hilarious. Because he's coming out with numbers and I was like, I don't know who told him to say that one, but they just said, just get 99% up on the board, man. Trust me, that'll work. Yeah, right. Like that, and that's one of those things where it's always a 99% satisfaction rating, and that's where they're kind of sold. And they're the, you know, they have the highest rating, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll, I mean, their products are solid. So, you, I mean, can you really have a problem? You know, they have that battery issue. That might be the 1%, but <laughs> I'm not too sure <laughs> what the rest of it is. But with the new phone, I do think. The, and the original commercial when it started, mm-hmm. I, you know, you see the, they kind of start off full suspenseful, I'll show you the edges of the phone and then they show it to you and you're like, oh, so it looks exactly the same. Then they turn it around and you're like, okay, there's two cameras. And then the, you know, the pro there's three cameras. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, well, so what are you doing here? So then I'm expecting, okay, are we going to have, you know, 3d, are we going to be able to basically like, you know, scan things in 3D and like send them to people and they can like pop it up. And, you know what I mean? You know, cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, are we really getting into like the next the futuristic um, kind of tech? Kind of like when Steve Jobs came out with the original iPhone and people were like, what? A flat screen phone? 
like it was crazy. We're not really getting too far away from the SX Max, um, really, with this phone. Sleeker design, you know, that matte finish, um, and then obviously the upgraded cameras. But I mean, is it going to wow people? Is it going to drive more people to, you know, kind of transfer over or switch over or upgrade? Obviously, everyone on the upgrade plan will, but I don't know if I will. It doesn't doesn't really seem like it. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. No, I think you bring up a lot of good points. So this this is what I thought was funny. So when I saw the iPhone 11 and I saw the camera, the first thing I I was a little triggered because I have the battery case for the XS, right? And then I have my case that has my wallet and I had my ring. Like I have my setup. I love it. And the iPhone 11 comes out and I'm like, well, that throws out my battery case and I have to get a new case. Okay. And then they're talking about, they had like a good, well, actually, correction. The iPhone 11, when it came out, I was kind of like, that's not really that impressive. So I had a feeling the iPhone 11 was like the new XR, but check out that marketing scheme that they did. You notice they said, oh, we're not calling it the XR. We're calling it the iPhone 11. And then you're going to get slow fees. Now, I thought the slow fees or slow motion selfies, I thought that was kind of cool because that gonna you know that's gonna be one of those like trending like oh do you get a slow feed put it up on the gram put it up on twitter so i thought that, <laughs> I thought that was kind of innovative but i don't know what 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 do you think when you saw the slow feeds were you kind of like that's stupid or were you like you know I'll, I'll probably use that i mean i probably i mean i don't know i feel like it'll be one of those things that'll be fun to play around with right it'll it'll kind of just kind of like everything that apple does in terms of their device, whenever they change anything with the camera, it kind of changes the way that you interact in the social world, the type of pictures you're taking, the type of videos you're posting, you know, things like that. The more people are actually able to shoot YouTube videos with their actual phone and not have to use, you know, a a heavy camera. Um, So, I mean, yeah, I think it's, I don't know. I think there's a lot of things that are good. The camera's legit, the zoom, the different types of features that you can do um, with the different light, right? All super cool. The 4K, you know, 60 frames per second, or I think it's 30 frames per second. I mean, that's pretty solid for a phone. Right. And you can do a lot, a lot more with this in terms of content. Definitely. And it's always funny. I'm watching a keynote with Adam Birdsall. They were listening. You know, Adam been on the podcast as well. And the Adam pointed out something. I started laughing because once they got to the iPhone 11 Pro, it was like a good 20 to 30 minute segment all about the camera, the slow fees, the 4K, the wide, the super wide, the super ultra wide. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this, it's just all about the camera. Like what else can the phone do? And they were like, the camera it has three cameras. And all I kept thinking to myself, Jordan, was like, that means I had to get a new case. The battery case I got last year is now worthless. Like, <laughs> yep. And if you're taking more videos on your phone, you're going to need a lot more storage. Def- and I, I was disappointed in that. So, day right. one listeners, to give you an idea, I got the XS 512 hard drive. Some of you might be like, 512, what do you put on your phone? I put every, every movie that I buy, and yes, I still buy movies, don't judge. But I buy movies, 
and then download mm-hmm. them to my phone. And when I go on a flight, when I'm traveling, I have that movie ready to go. No internet, whatever. I can. I entertain myself. I right now have 60 gigs left of space. And the fact that they didn't update their new iPhones that have at least a terabyte of hard drive, I was disappointed. And that's, that is kind of shocking that they, didn't, they don't have a terabyte in there by now. You would think that that would be something that they would be offering. Uh, they started offering on the Mac, on MacBook Pro. So, I mean, it can't be too far behind. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what, but then again, what is the incentive for them to offer a terabyte if they can just get you on the services for iCloud um, just to get more storage space? Yeah. So I was a little disappointed because the, the, I think the largest still is 512. Um, now, Jordan, I don't know about you. And I know I'm not a hardware person. I'm more of a software person. But I thought the funniest segment is the guy who came out and he came out. He started talking about the A13 Bionic chip. And I yeah. felt it was the, oh, crap, this guy's a computer science engineer. And he's talking hardware I see some keywords and some buzz. I said, I saw machine learning. I saw artificial <laughs> intelligence. I saw performance that is faster. And I heard word efficient and more effective. And I heard it's going to make my phone uh, more battery efficient and effective. And I was just kind of sitting there like, people do not know what he's talking about. He should just get off stage. It was, it got into the weeds too much. And it was kind of like you just unleash him the nerds that are watching mm-hmm. and you just let him do his thing but it did go on for quite a bit of time and you're like okay like we get it your chip's better and i mean for people that are into that like yeah like that's a huge thing like oh yeah like my phone's uh super computer in my pocket like okay that's fantastic but not the average person necessarily cares about that right but then again who's really listening to or watching this you know in the middle of the day Right. Typically, it's going to be those kind of people, I right. would say. Right. No, good point. Definitely a good point. So, you know, we talked about the iPhone. We know the whole keynote about the iPhone is about the camera, the video, the 4K, the slow feed. Like, we get it. The camera is better. The question, and this is, this is where I thought was interesting, Jordan. They came out with the iPhone 11, and they were like, oh, it's super affordable. I think, what, they say the iPhone 11 six $700. The... 11 yep. Pro is a thousand, and then 11 Pro Max is about 1100. Yeah, but what a lot of people don't understand is the iPhone 11, it's just the new iPhone XR, right? And it's basically because you can always tell from the, the finish, right? That aluminum finish, and and so you're still you're again, you're kind of left wondering, okay. What so is there an iPhone 11, right? Or are we at an iPhone? 11, are we at iPhone 12, or do they even know where they're at? That's kind of a question I have. And clearly, the X is the new iPhone 11. So now you're being priced into getting the iPhone 11 Pro, which means you're automatically starting at a thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what that means? Because no one is going to go for that aluminum finish, which is kind of where the base model would. T- be and then your first option is going to be the pro sitting there at you know a thousand dollars so i do think that a lot of people will go for the pro 
the camera is going to be a selling point. I mean, what else are you going to buy for this holiday season? There's not really two things, too many things that are super exciting. Right. Um, there's not really many cool gadgets that are coming out. No like cool games or anything. So it's kind of like, you know, hard to say, but there's always going to be some kind of like, you know, trend. Like there was those spinners that was for the holidays. Like was that last year or the year before where everyone just wanted to buy spinners mm-hmm. and so things like that. But I mean, yeah, I think it's overall, it's a good device. I think they kind of made it more sleek. The one thing I did read about was that, which I hate about my phone right now is that the new finish makes it so that you don't get all those fingerprints on your phone. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I've noticed that I see some people on Twitter were talking about that because now for me, I got one of those covers cause I don't know. Side tangent. I think I told you about this, Jordan. I was in the movies, right? And you know, I mean, I like to invest. So I'm on Robin hood. I just pull up Robin hood and got a guy behind me. He was like, Oh, I love Robin hood. I'm like, mother dang he's looking at my phone so i got one of those privacy <laughs> that you know allowed me to not get all the fingerprints but i've heard a lot of people complain that like the the screen captures and holds on to fingerprints is that what you're talking about yeah so you're a case guy you're a phone case guy you like mm-hmm. phone cases mm-hmm. so yeah so if you have so i have the gold one and if you have the black one even worse but you, if you have the white one, probably not as big of a deal. But with the current iPhone XS Max, um, anytime like you touch it, it leaves a fingerprint, and you can like you can see it like clear as day, and it makes the back like not as smooth, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying that with this that with this um, the new finish, the fingerprints aren't going to be as big of a deal. So like even if you don't have a case, it won't look like you know you've been you know playing in the mud. You know, <laughs> all over the phone. Right. Um, yeah, no, I think that'll be pretty cool. So, uh, Jordan, I was talking to um, our friend Maddie. So, shout out to Maddie. She's listening to the podcast. And she was like, hey, and I've had a few people reach out to me about this because, you know, they have the trade in program. Now, my advice, and I hate to say it, but I got this advice from our boy Blake, where he was like, oh, no, I don't upgrade to my carrier, I upgrade to Apple. And that allows me to get the new iPhone every year if I want. And I was like, why do you do that? He was like, because the carrier always seems to screw you. And there's always like this locked in contract. But with Apple, they want you to get the new phone every year. So day one listeners, if you have Jordan's phone, which is the iPhone XS Max, you can trade it in. And if it's in good condition, I think you can get up to about $600 of credit toward your next iPhone. Um, my buddy Adam, he has your phone, Jordan. And we were trying, he was talking about getting the iPhone 11 because he could be like, I can literally get that for free. And right. I was like, I was like, don't do it. Get the pro. Yeah, I get the pro, Adam. You got to get the pro. <laughs> and he was yeah. like, because I don't yeah. use a camera. But I was like, no, man, like you're going to get the 11. You're going to be upset. Like get the pro. Um, but yeah, anyway, what I'm trying to say, Jordan, is for all the day one listeners out there, if you are still paying your carrier to upgrade your phone when you are done or if you can buy out your phone, switch over to Apple because not only they have a more incentive to get you to get for you to get a new phone every year. And what was crazy to me, Jordan, is their monthly prices are way cheaper than like what AT&T or Verizon would charge you per month for your phone. Yeah, because they're, I mean, they're doing it. You heard them talking about recycling products 
all these, you know, all these things that they're doing to cut costs. And so when they cut costs, they're now starting to get some of them back to the customers, which I thought was another notable thing that you did notice was the price drops. Um, that 7.99 was, I mean, that was kind of where it was at for the XR last year. Mm-hmm. That was kind of like good to see. And then they did kind of keep with the thousand and then the 10.99, which was fine. There was an 8.99 last year, I believe, for just the regular X, but don't quote me on that. Um, but this year, yeah, the services are cheaper. I think the fact that they showed that Apple TV was going to be below, like basically five dollars a month, I think that was huge because you were expecting them to at least go nine ninety nine, right? And they said, no, I think we'll just you know keep it within range because that keeps them cheaper than Amazon. So I mean, hey, I think I think it's good overall. Yeah. Are you gonna get the new phone? Are you thinking about the new phone? What do you think? So you know what, man, I'm still debating. Um, so again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm not gonna pre-order. I'm gonna if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna pick it up in an Apple yeah. store or Best Buy. Um, but the one thing I did want to say, this is Apple marketing genius. We both have the XS, you have the Mac, I have the regular one. They have discontinued. I don't even know what they're showing. I feel like they take these phones and like go to Africa or something. And they're like, hey, these are last year's phone. Check them out. Because now if you, if you go through the um, Apple lineup, you can buy an iPhone 8 for about $450. Uh, I think I, I feel like the XS and the XS Max are off. But I think you can still get an iPhone X, an iPhone 10 for 600 The 11 is 700 the 11 Pro is 1,000. The 11 Pro Max is 1,100. So it's just crazy to me because, oh, the XR. The XR yeah. I think is. The iPhone 8, the XR, and then the 11 are the only phones you can. Right. So you, you can't even get an XS. You can't get our phones. So that's a crazy thing, Jordan. We turn them in and, like, like where, did, where did they take them? Where did they go? Yeah, they don't even make the XR S, the XR Max anymore. Yeah, like the, the, or the XRS. Like, so basically, we might have a collector's item here. Right. Hang on to. Like you might be better off trying to sell it, you know, like off Craigslist or let go or offer up. But uh, I guess I guess going back to your question, for me, uh, I think I'm gonna get an iPad. I was kind of sold on the iPad. I think I'm going to get my mother an Apple Watch because you know she's living by herself. She's retired, and I'm not gonna lie, like. Part of it, like, because my mom's pretty active now. She's doing her walks, and there's that story where it's like, oh, I've fallen, I can't get up. I'm like, dude, this is like the upgraded version of uh, Life Alert. You know what I mean? And right. I'm like, they, they, the commercial kind of sold me. So I'll probably get her an Apple Watch. I'll get an iPad. I need to see. See, I'm almost a person where, like, I kind of wait two generations. But the only thing is I have the Apple upgrade program. So I don't know if it makes sense for me to wait. But I think to myself, well, I like my XS. But of course, I noticed the software starts having some problems around the time an iPhone 11 or the yep. next iPhone comes out. Have you been noticing that? Yeah, I've had to shut my phone off a couple of times. And I've been like, okay, well, unless we're doing something. Because there was an update that just came like last week mm-hmm. before this event. And I downloaded it and then immediately had problems phone was freezing and so i'm like okay this is bizarre i swear they got they got a timer in their code man i know it like i know they they tell the developer 
They'd be like, hey, man, by the way, um, two years. No, 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 change that. Three, 367, 367 days, 370 days. Like, give it a few days after a year, and it's like slowing down. It's like a self-destruct. <laughs> like, this phone will self-destruct on update day. So, Jordan, before we wrap up this episode, do you see what people were saying on Twitter when they were revealing stuff? No, I didn't. What were they saying? They like, so some people were like, welcome to the iPhone 11. And it was like a picture of an iPhone and like a bronze razor. Or, <laughs> or it's like Apple gets his iPhone 11 inspiration from that uh, Pikachu meme where his face is open. And then other people were like, why does an iPhone look like it just got a whole bunch of holes in the back? Like somebody just took all the cameras and are like, this is the iPhone 2015 or, or iPhone 15 in like five, six years where it just had like 20 cameras in the back. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a, you kind of like, oh, okay, cool cameras. And then you, your first instinct, okay, hey, what are they going to do with these? What, what am I going to do with three cameras? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was, that was the first question in my head was, okay, now that I got three cameras, what am I going to do with, with them? Right. Well, overall, Jordan, one to ten, how would you rate the keynote? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, a seven. I would say a seven. Yeah, I I would agree. There were some highlights. I wasn't impressed. I wanted to see a brand new MacBook Pro. They didn't give it to me. They probably won't give it to me. So, I mean, granted, I'll probably buy everything they they showed <laughs> it's still a seven it's still a seven yeah day one listeners like we said we're apple fanatics but we just are talking shit about apple meanwhile <laughs> we will be in the store buying this stuff so we just trying to keep it 100 with you but again jordan thank you again for being on the podcast today man we really appreciate it and day one listeners we are out Oh, make sure to check out the website, sign up. If you want to get on the mailing list, we're going to be doing a giveaway very, very soon. You might be able to win an iPhone, maybe a pair of Oculus Rift. I don't know. You got to go to the site, sign up. But again, Jordan, thank you for being on the show. David Linton, we are out. Peace. Later. Thanks for joining us on the People in Tech podcast. For resources mentioned in this episode, visit us at peopleintech.us and join our mailing list for more content. Later.